so as we've just heard the announcements of the second phase of lockdown from the British government for the COVID pandemic, I'm really excited to have been able to grab a tiny bit of time with all of the partners of the HGKC team. And I'm really pleased to be speaking to you, Peter Quintana. I've got some quick fire questions for you because we were talking about capital and the importance of capital, social capital, the people element, the financial capital, cash for the short and long term, and the emotional capital that we need to be utilising at the moment. And I just thought I'd give you a little quiz, if you don't mind, because what we were talking about the other day, really, I think would be hugely valuable to other people as well. So you've worked in large businesses, great big sprawling businesses globally, and you've helped large and smaller businesses in your career as a consultant. What are clients speaking to you about at the moment? What is the top of their priority list? Well, you're right that these are really unprecedented times, aren't they? Social and structural changes coming all over the place, not just the pandemic, but also Brexit and the US election and goodness knows what else. And they will have a material impact on the social, financial and emotional capital reserves of every business, whether you're large or small. So some of them I'm talking to are talking about survival because these are damaging times. There's no doubt about that. Others, the more perhaps proactive, the more practical, the more innovative, thinking about how they can reframe their business as they come out of this. Because even in times like this, there are opportunities and there are certainly opportunities out there at the moment. So it's a, it's a mix, really. It depends on the nature of the leaders I'm speaking to, the nature of the business owners. OK, good. So what would you consider to be the most important steps businesses should be taking now at this moment in time? And again, I appreciate that might depend, but should we be doing a health check on what's happening at the minute or should we be looking at the longer term? Which, which comes first? I think you, you have to understand or have to try to understand what the impact of these changes is on your business now. And we have a health check, as you know, on our website. So that's a good place to start. But it only gives you a bit of a surface look at what's really going on in the organisation. They've got to understand what the impact of these changes are on who they know, who they're working with. You talked about the social capital, the, the people, their networks, their referral partners, their employees, their customer base, their supplier base. These changes are impacting them as well. So if as a business owner, you're not aware of what's happening there, then you are going to be probably taken by surprise when one of your suppliers goes down, for example, or one of your best customers suddenly goes down. The, the, the conversation I was having a while ago was about how has your market changed? Is your market still in the market for what you have to sell? Because they might not be now. They might be something different. I mean, the event sector is a classic example. You know, yes. people aren't buying real-world events anymore. But we have a client who has pivoted to offer help with virtual events. It's a fantastic change. And he, he reckons now he's got the potential to be as successful as he was before, simply by the fact that he's understood how his market has changed. So, you know, you've got to understand what's the impact of the changes on your cash position, short and long term, and how, in particular, how are your people coping with what's going on? Because okay. if, you're not, if and you're not listening to them, if you're not understanding how they're feeling about whether they're working from home, worried about redundancy or whatever else, then again, you're going to be surprised when things don't quite come out the way you want them to come out. 
Yeah, and speaking to that at a time when, you know, we might be feeling the mood's been dampened by a second lockdown. How do you personally, you know, in Peter Quintana's life, how do you tell the difference between what you're feeling and what the reality around you is? It's a really hard question, that, because there is so much uncertainty out there right now. I think you've got to have a third party to check into. I'm privileged to work with James and Kim, so I know that I can get a reality check from them. You know, if my feet are off the ground or my head's in the clouds or whatever it is, I can call and say, what about this? And they'll say, don't be daft. Or actually, that's a really good idea. Let's go with that. So I think there needs to be a trusted third party. That could be an external advisor. It could be a peer, one of your peer group. It could be a trusted family member. Whoever it is, it gives you the opportunity to basically ground your ideas. Yes, it's a difficult time for people who are really on their own, isn't it? So I think that's good advice socially as well as in yeah. business. Socially, it's a very difficult time because we can't socialise with people. We have to use mediums like Zoom. People are having regular calls with family and friends, and I think that's going to carry on for a long time. Yeah, and, and at this sort of time as well, it's a delicate time, but if we've got a trusted source, do you think we should be asking for a nurturing approach or some straight truths? Well, I, I think it's always a balance because you've got to be kind, but it's about hard truths. These are significant disruptions. Nothing's going to be gained by waiting for things to get better. The question that I always encourage people is to ask them, what can they do? Because if they feel completely helpless, what can you do? And don't worry if your plans have to change. Even if they're changing weekly, that's absolutely fine. I think we have a tendency to think that if we've got a plan to do something, we have to complete that. But the world is changing so fast. We have to accept the fact that actually we might not be able to complete that. And that doesn't matter because the world has changed. We've got something else now that has come to priority. So if you've got a plan, then review it weekly. And it's like, it's like James always says as well, isn't it, about just have a plan, even if it's the wrong plan, you can, it's better to have a wrong plan than no plan at all. Absolutely. Yeah. At least you've got something to work on. So Absolutely. yeah, good. And finally, I was going to ask you, because when I asked you this the other day, you gave me a really interesting answer. And I'm just curious if that stayed the same. So if a business is looking to spend money on one element of their business, what do you think they should be focusing on? Well, you might catch me here because, because I, I hope this is what I said last time, but I would say make the time to get a plan written down. Absolutely, you have to have a plan. It needs to set out what a company's going to do to survive and thrive. And that means what they're going to do to preserve and grow their social, financial and emotional capital. How are they going to communicate? How are they managing their money? How are they developing and looking after their people? What's happening in the marketplace and how are they going to react to that? So and there's lots of free assets around at the minute, lots of people using, you know, giving things at the minute. But obviously there was a lot of mediocrity and nonsense out in the marketplace before this all happened. So I think find a good free plan if you haven't got any money. But if you've got money, rather than go and spend it on, I know people are spending money on tech and on all sorts of things at the minute. But actually to get some proper advice, even if that's just a short burst of a couple of hours of advice, for someone to review what you've written down, yeah. I think is, is the best way forward. So yeah, we're, taking, yeah. we're taking clients through quite a short, concise planning process right now begins with an outcomes plan we've helped them to evaluate that so they can prioritize that and turn it into an action plan 
Yeah, which is real grassroots useful stuff. I'm really pleased you answered the same question the same way. That's good. Good. Well, look, thanks so much. I know you're really busy, but thanks so much for dropping in and sharing some of the stuff that you talked to me personally about with everybody else. I'm sure that it'll be of use to people. And I'll see you again soon in the flesh. Yeah, Take it's care. my pleasure, Sarah. And yeah, I look forward to that. Take care. Bye. Yeah.